Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that death is the end? Or is it just a new beginning? Does our soul continue to evolve? Or is it buried six feet under? Spiritual encounters and unexplained phenomena have intrigued people for centuries. But what if you could find the answer? Right here, right right now. Welcome to Heavenly Encounters, Encounters. where we will talk with everyday people who have had extraordinary experiences and gifted souls that see beyond the veil. veil. Together, we'll diminish our fear of death, explore our soul's evolution, and soften the crippling grief that accompanies loss. Heavenly Encounters. You, our listeners, will discover a new world. A fresh reality. A fresh reality. Just a whisper away. Heavenly encounters. So take a deep breath and join us on this fascinating adventure. This is Heavenly Encounters. Heavenly Encounters. A journey to the other side. Heavenly Encounters. Welcome to Heavenly Encounters, a journey to the other side. I am your host, Mary Elizabeth, broadcasting from Chicago, Illinois. And this is your co-host, Janice, broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri. Well, have you ever thought, if only I could look inside my body, I would know why I just don't feel well? Well, our guest today does exactly that. With his keen intuitive diagnostic skills, he's able to detect organ, gland, energetic, and nutrient imbalances to help restore physical and emotional harmony within the body. But first, don't forget to check out my latest blog, The Holy Grail and the Human Race, as well as access all of our past shows at heavenlyencountersradio.com. Now, Janice. Yes. You know, at first glance, you may think, what in the world does medical intuition have to do with a heavenly encounter? But, you know, the answer is, well, it kind of has to do with everything, doesn't it? Absolutely, because our physical body is actually still part of our spiritual experience. It's the vessel that we walk around in. And so, um, and and a medical intuitive, it's almost like having, it's a person that's able to read your aura and the aura of your inner organs, just like an MRI would be able to read your electromagnetic field. Wow, fascinating. Well, you know, this show hits so close to home for me because, you know, I feel like most of my life, and I know a lot of your life too, Janice, that I've been operating at about 60%, and I know a lot of our listeners feel the same way. So in the second half of the show, we will be opening up the phone lines, and I can see a lot of callers already that we have. So anyone that is interested can get a reading. The phone number is 914-338-0821, and that will be in the second half of the hour. So our guest today is Dr. Emil Faith. He is recognized as one of the top experts in medical intuition and natural medicine. He has helped thousands of people across the globe solve some of the most mysterious health puzzles and has a special affinity for the ultra-sensitive people on the planet. He is the author of four self-help books, the latest, You Are Sensitive, How to Survive and Thrive in a World that Doesn't Get You. And I think that was probably written especially for me. Dr. Emil, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, guys. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, let's start at the beginning. When did you finally realize that you had a special gift with medical well, intuition? Intu- I knew that I was, I knew I was different from the very beginning. I mean, I was like I had this unusual <laughs> childhood. Uh, I was the black sheep, the voodoo child, the uh, who is this Ooh. and what is he doing here? Uh, you know, so I was like many out there, probably just very confused, feeling lost and alone, right. definitely energetically alone. Yes. Uh, my family mm-hmm. didn't understand me. Uh, I understood them, but they didn't understand me. And it took about 20 years of uh, a lot of grief and, and hard knocks to figure out, hey, this is, I'm not like everybody else, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as you know, it, you run into your pitfalls uh, with issues with diet problems, food allergies, sensitivity yeah, to medicines. Right. People looking at you going, who are you? Do I even see you? You, you know, being invisible most of your growing up is a, energetically invisible mm-hmm. is, a, is a challenge. So uh, at about age 25 or so, I began to realize that 
I need to do, I need to do something with this. And I ended up going to right. pharmacy school at the behest of my parents. We want you to be a doctor. I said, no, I want to be a DJ, which is what I really want to be. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and I'd done, I'd done some work in there, but they finally got me in there, and I did pharmacy when I graduated in 1980-something. Uh, I remember saying to myself or thinking to myself, this is not going to be your standard fair pharmacy practice, and it certainly has not been. So, you know, it's just uh, I've been I've been taking this gift and working with it uh, for the last 35 years and and uh, helping as many people as I can uh, while going through my own challenges as a sensitive being on this not-quite-so-sensitive planet. So it's been an interesting journey, and I'm sure many can identify with the uh, the challenges that face people who are not quite like everyone else out there. True. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think the number one question that most people probably will have is, how do you get into a person's energy field to kind of detect what's going on inside of them? Well, you know, it's just like like uh, reading auras. I read. I, I can't tell you exactly what happens. I just sense things. Mm-hmm. From time to time, I will see the actual organ themselves. I will definitely feel energy signatures. Uh, I will definitely just get a sensation about what organs and glands are out right. uh, and uh, nutrient deficiencies are in play and just get a good sense about the, the person, uh, their mission, and how their health plays into uh, their overall state of, of living. And, and it does. Right. You don't function well. If your adrenals are out, you're not going to be running around very much. Uh, if you have candida, no, you're not, not going to be thinking clearly very much. So right. it, there, it plays uh, heavily into, of course, everything we do on our day-to-day basis here. Absolutely. So what are the most common imbalances that you usually find among people? Mm. Uh, number one thing, uh, one of the most common is leaky gut. Leaky gut. Which, And you're familiar with that term where the gut Oh, I know becomes, what that is. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, because most of us have an issue with that. And typically mm-hmm. we find that candida, the overgrowth of yeast, is at the root cause of leaky gut. That and, of course, food allergens like gluten dairy, mm-hmm. wheat. These are huge culprits. And it's not so much that people can't, all, all people can't tolerate gluten and wheat. Some people can, and some people are, are more resilient to the effects of these kinds of food allergens. But when you're an ultra-sensitive person, and we'll talk more about what that means, and you know who you are when I speak of ultra-sensitivity, mm-hmm. sensitive to everything, and especially, especially the energies of other people, Places and things, basically yes. everything on the planet. We're extreme empaths. It's yes. part of our gift. But being an ultra-sensitive has its challenges. It's a double-edged sword. And if you're an ultra-sensitive and you have a candida overgrowth or you have the Epstein-Barr virus, guess what? You're going to be laid up. Maybe the person who's not quite as sensitive may end up having a normal day-to-day operations, but the sensitive person will be laid out. And that is yep, what I'm finding. Yep, and I've got both of them. <laughs> well, yep. And most of us do. You know, the do. funny thing was... Is that, you know, for all these years, like, wheat was the big thing. Get away from white flour, eat wheat. So, so many people have shifted over, but isn't, like, the majority of people actually allergic to wheat? I know I surely am. Absolutely. Over 90% of the population is allergic to wheat to some degree, and it is having an extreme and definite impact on your gastrointestinal health, your gut, and your gut is everything. The gut-mind connection is everything. So, if you have mood issues... If, you don't, if you're not sleeping well, of course, if you're having gurgling and bloating and uh, constipation or diarrhea or any kind of tummy problems, you are definitely sensitive uh, to wheat and likely dairy. So wheat and dairy, wheat, gluten, dairy, the top two and three allergies uh, on the planet right now. And what are we eating all day? Wheat, gluten, and dairy. Um, and there's more. <laughs> we can, yeah, I have to tell you, in all my years of doing this, I've seen some very interesting things because we actually do food allergy testing as well through kinesiology, through energy testing. And I have found people being allergic to the most unusual, what we consider to be the most unusual foods. So it's not just those mm-hmm. three culprits. We can't blame the world's problems on the gluten, dairy, right. and, 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 and wheat. I'll tell you, I have people who are allergic to carrots, can't get within 10 feet of a celery stick, can't right. even think about eating an avocado because we have this unique genetic makeup that makes us so special. And some people just have incredibly uh, interesting food allergies. That's well, affecting and not only that, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you're kind of describing my life there, because at one point I could only eat five foods. Um, But the problem is also, too, is that if you have these hidden allergies, uh, and you go back long enough that they, you know, that the testing that they do now is considered experimental, is it's like a domino effect. I mean, the more sensitive you become, you start becoming sensitive to all sorts of things. 
Right, and the fact that, uh, Janice, that we have when individuals have candida overgrowth or severe overgrowth of candida for a period of time and they develop leaky gut, those allergens become more frequent and more severe. In other words, you'll, have, yeah. you'll accumulate more different allergens and you'll have more severe reactions to them. The problem here is that most people go through their entire life thinking that they need to go and get a pill because they don't feel well, because they have mood issues, because they're not sleeping, when in fact the underlying issue well, we'll talk about nutrient deficiency issues and protein deficiency and all of that. The underlying issue is a gut issue. They have yeah. food allergens. No one's attending to it in most cases. And this is the genesis of right. the symptoms that you're experiencing, both physical and emotional and well beyond. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, in your latest book, You Are Sensitive, you talk about people that are so, so sensitive. Can you define exactly what you mean? We're wired differently. I mean, you don't have mm-hmm. to tell you who you are. You, if I'm talking about this, people perk up and they go, oh, my God, you're talking about me. In fact, they read the back cover of the book, and right. the, unanimous, you know, squel- the unanimous cry is, you wrote the book about me. Everyone says the exact same thing. <laughs> right. Because they're going, oh, my God, someone really, it is really happening to other people. And yeah. uh, we're, we're coming it. out of the closet with the sensitivity thing. You know, it's like, hey, you know, you are sensitive. And what that means is... We are wired differently. We're wired differently for a purpose, with an intent, to do something very different and special on this planet. We are here on a special mission. Now, this may sound like cloak and dagger stuff, but it truly is. We're, we're different for a reason. And I do want to say this, uh, Mary and Janice, about being sensitive. Mm-hmm. Being sensitive and being different doesn't necessarily make us better. So I want to get the ego thing out of the way. It yes. makes us different. And that means we face many challenges just simply getting through the day, the things that don't affect less sensitive people, like holding down a nine-to-five job or going to a fast food restaurant of their choice and being able to sleep through the night or being able to take a a prescription medicine without blowing up. I mean, these are things that that they take for granted. With sensitive people, it doesn't take much to throw us off balance. You pick a condition, we'll we'll be laid out with it if we're not real careful. Right. <laughs> As I oh, said, yeah. I mean, when I saw, I did the exact same thing. I read that back cover and I said, "This is me. I'm an empath. I'm an ultra sensitive." But I always thought about it in emotional terms, not actually from a health perspective. So, yeah, what are some need... of the common like health challenges that uh, sensitives face? Well, number one is the food allergy thing. Picking the right mm-hmm. foods, getting the gut healthy, is the number one challenge we have. But you, chronic fatigue—that's another classic. That mm-hmm. is the hallmark. And I, you know, that's a whole syndrome of symptoms. I, I really don't like labels, so we'll call it that for reference point because everybody th- seems to know what CFIDS or chronic fatigue is. Of course, mm-hmm. there's now the whole Lyme disease issue, and there's all of that out there. <clears throat> for me, it all boils down to uh, a, a virus we know as the Epstein-Barr virus. Right. So mm-hmm. I would say that the two major issues facing everyone, and, but affecting more incredibly, affecting us more challenging in a more challenging way, challenging way is the Epstein-Barr virus which is, and Candida. Those are our two nemesises right now. Okay. And the Do you other think that one, that oversensitivity is just relegated to autoimmune diseases? Not at all. Not okay. at all. Mm-mm. No, we're talking about a whole spectrum of symptoms that are that come with being ultra sensitive, uh, and one of them I was just about to say is being sensitive to the energies of everything. Now, remember our gift as empaths, as readers and healers and teachers, and having that kind of quote un- insight and gut instinct and all the things, the the wonderful things that we're able to do. Well, that in and of itself makes us susceptible to energy overload because we are reading energies. And right. you can become right. ill. You can you can develop an outbreak of Ep- a, dor- a dormant Epstein Barr virus just by overworking your 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 six sets, but just by seeing too many people, just by doing too many readings, just by being exposed, going to the grocery store too many times that week. It doesn't take much for an ultra sensitive to hit overload, and that is the issue. Right. But at least with diet, you know, if you know that you're allergic to gluten or wheat, you just avoid it. And but you do. people, you just can't avoid. For the most part. So how do people affect um, sensitives as well? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, how the energies of other people affect sensitives? Yeah, how do the energy of other people also affect, you know, a sensitive's energy? Well, because, you know, as best as we, as much as we may try, our radar is always up to some degree because we're extremely, we're too, mm-hmm. it's a radio, we're, we're a radio frequency. And some have, we tune into various frequencies and we have various uh, intensity of frequencies. So we, we try to turn it off. Many people can't leave the house. 
Many yeah. people can't get out of bed, and they're not talking about it. These are the people that are sequestered in their home. They're not getting out. They're cloistered. Oh, wow. um, so you protect. Your, you need to protect protect yourself in every way. And at the end of the day, the ultra-sensitive needs to remember this, and that is that we need special care and handling in every aspect of our life, including relationships, foods, supplements, the things we've talked about, health care. Oh, my goodness. You've got to be very careful. Otherwise, you get into the health care carousel, and you may not, may not get out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, those are things we need to, to uh, factor into our daily living. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about our aura and how, it's, mm. how it really is important, especially to a sensitive. It is, because the key here really, Mary, is learning how to, I like to uh, liken it to an accordion. So learn how to play the accordion and learn how to control your aura. So when you are going out there and working to protect yourself, don't leave yourself wide open. Don't right. become conscious about your aura. Your aura is your energy signature. It's your hello and it's your goodbye. If you've closed your aura up, you're not energetically available. If you're going to a party, for instance, you've all done this. We've done this. Gone to a party, you want to meet somebody, well, you kind of open yourself up and your energy is out there. It's going to connect with that individual and you're now open to receiving energy and meeting that individual. However, if you're going to a meeting at a corporate environment and you really don't want to be part of that group, and I've been there, done that, you close your aura <laughs> up, otherwise you're going to explode by the end of day. And, you know, that's really, at the end of the day, that's what drove me out of corporate America and corporate health care. I could not function uh, right. with the interactions that I had, to, the intensive interactions I had to deal with uh, in that uh, environment. Right. So right. controlling the aura is everything. The aura is your energy signature. It's your barcode. It's your bu- it's the buffer between you and your sensitive being. And if you're not controlling it carefully and cleansing it regularly, you could have some physical and emotional symptoms that'll lay you out. Well, there may be some listeners out there that may not even know what an aura is. Can you just give a real brief description? And also, how do we cleanse it and protect it? Well, a brief description. I'm not an aura expert. All I know is, for me, it's the energy field. It's our, our energy signature. Mm-hmm. It's the energy that that surrounds all of us. It's a bubble of our energy that surrounds our entire being. And we can cut into the aura. The aura can be bruised, cut, broken, and damaged when we, for instance, have an accident or have surgery or bump into anything during the day. You can scratch and open up your aura and then hence make, uh, make yourself more vulnerable to the energies of other people. So like everything else on the planet that gets broken or, or busted or cut, it, we repair it. It can be repaired mm-hmm. through energy healing. So keeping your aura cleansed of negative energies and doing the, the mantras like uh, clearing, uh, for instance, people who do, now you, do, you clear, do you cleanse your aura every day when you do your work? Like we're on the radio today exchanging energies. Do you work do, you work yes. to do that, Mary or Janet? Yeah. yeah. You know, you I just started doing it. I mean, I just started doing it, and it is so important. It's, it's amazing the difference that it, that it actually makes me feel. And Well, Janice, you're a vibrational healer. You're doing it constantly. How do you do it? Well, you know, it's it's part of, like, meditation. I meditate a lot. And it, it just automatically becomes of letting go of whatever you've worked on. And I do right. it in the morning and I do it in the evening. And then I, I do make products, and I do have a product that helps keep that auric field cleared out, and I use that every day. Sure. But it is very, it's very, very important because, um, like you were saying, even I've known people in the healing work that I've done that have energy leaks. Of course. That don't know it, and so their aura is leaking out energy, and they're tired all the time, and they absolutely have. Hello? Right. Hello? I think we just lost think, Janice. Her I phone. think we lost Janice. She was having a problem with her phone. I think she was having an energy leak, dead. I think. An energy leak. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and that, you know, well, that brings up a perfect subject. What about, you know, we're uh, surrounded by cell phones? I mean, I. I sit in front of a computer all day long. How do those electromagnetic fields affect us as well? It, it, intensely so, intensely so, Mary. It's, it's what, when I do my seminars on the sensitivity uh, situation, and, and it is about the electromagnetic field interruptions. In other words, anything that in, that's electronic can interfere with your electrics. We're electric. Mm-hmm. Our heart has an electric beat. Our ener- our, each of our organ systems and uh, glands have an energy signature. We're all energy, different vibrations. And when we introduce vibrations of a different frequency into our aura, 
and or we break through the aura, then we can inter- we can cause uh, physical and emotional changes over time. And this is a big issue: energy overload, EMF overload. Uh, we're in a society now where that's all we got. We've got cell phones, as you said. We have electric cars. People don't think about that. You're in an electric box when you're mm. driving an electric car, and you're oh, surrounded wow. by energy fields. So. Uh, you may find yourself being drained by that. You may find yourself being drained by working under banks of fluorescent lights, which are draining. I was a, as a pharmacist, we used to work with, you know, right, right, right below uh, 12 banks of uh, fluorescent bulbs. And by the end of a 10-hour shift, mm-hmm. I mean, you could, I could barely walk. I mean, yeah. they'll drain you dry. So all, any electric will interfere with our electrics. And anything that intercepts our aura can affect us physically, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. You pick it. Even things like crystals, if we're not careful. I don't know about you. Have you ever been to Sedona, Arizona? Oh, my gosh, yes. Amazing. I have We're it. here... Oh, it's amazing. You've got to go, go, Janice. But we're about, an, we're about an hour away from an hour and a half. And we go there regularly. But about, this is a visit that we did about three years ago. And there's a metaphysical store. There's many of them there. But there's one that has a mm-hmm. beautiful room on the second floor of huge crystals. Now, here I am, an ultra-sensitive. Mm-hmm. We're visiting, la, la, la. I want to see the room. I want to see the crystals. They're beautiful. Within five seconds of walking in this eight-by-eight eight room loaded with crystals to the top, I literally was starting to pass out. I had to leave the room immediately <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, think think of kryptonite and, not that I'm Superman, but kryptonite-Superman oh, yeah. scenario. You, that kind of energy right. can can really turn you off physically. So it was, uh, you need to be careful even of the things we love because it's all energy and we are all energy. Right. Wow. Yeah, I was in Las Vegas at a humongous crystal shop and this guy's like, hey, i got to show you something here in the back. He had like this 500-pound quartz crystal, perfectly round. It was in one piece. I mean, I thought I was, gonna, I was levitating. It was yeah. so powerful. It was gorgeous. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, and even things Absolutely. like antiques, antiques, they carry yeah. energy signatures mm-hmm. from the past. Oh, yeah. And, and then we need to talk about the whole subject of entities, of, of energies being attached to us. Well, we are ultra-sensitive beings. These, many of these entities, are, of course, gravitate to that kind of energy, and they like to attach. And you, you know what I'm talking about. And if you get yourself too big of a load, too heavy of a load of entities on you, that'll drain you as well, because they literally, as you know, exist because of our energy, and when they're attached to us, right. They can drain us, and uh, have, we can have the, you know, issues with mood and anxiety and panic attacks and so forth. So those are real issues uh, that ultra-sensitive people face every day. And going oh, back to what like we were talking about, antiques, well, I yes. was going to say, because one of the things that I do is I don't bring any, anything into my home without clearing it first. Right. So, you know, it is something that I automatically do. Do you recommend that people do that, too? Absolutely. Especially what I recommend if you're talking about something that was used before. I even figure if it's in a supermarket or in a store, how many people have gone by and picked it up. So, exactly. But when we're talking about antique pieces that have been in the hands of families and around people for you know, hundreds to hundreds of years, right. you know, think about the amount of energy that's been picked up by that item. And remember, as extreme empaths, that's our challenge. There's energy everywhere. There have been traumatic events that have taken place underneath the ground, you know, many of the stores we're in, under the roadways we travel through. So all mm-hmm. of these things can affect us. If, uh, buildings that are built on burial grounds, I could tell you many stories that we experienced yeah. having, living, having a home that was built on burial grounds and not knowing until later. So in terms of antiques, what I recommend in terms of bringing anything into your life, we, I recommend you pendulum or intuit and make sure it's, it's, it's acceptable to your energy fields, number one. And as you say, Janice, go ahead and if you feel like you want it and it's a good mix and good fit for you, make sure you clear it first because it can affect you. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know what, Janice, you're going to be our first guinea pig. I'll be the second, then we will open up the phone line. So... Have at her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to put me to work, are you? Okay. I, I am. All right. Let's see what we got. So this is Janice I'm speaking with first? Yes. All right, yes, Janice, Janice, why don't you let your aura open up a bit, and let me see what's going on here. Please understand that all of my readings, no readings, are a substitute for proper medical care. This will be my impression of what's happening. And Just relax with me for just a minute. 
Okay. I do feel like you have some uh, gut inflammation occurring. That it, This is going to be a common theme, but I do feel that there's some inflammatory markers are up with you, uh, Janice, that you may uh, have some issues with muscle aches or have had issues with muscle aches and pain, but I would say that you're in a, generally in a, a moderate inflammatory state right now. There are some digestive issues occurring that are creating that. Uh, those are are resolved right now, um, but I would, uh, for the most part, but there is still some work to be done in the gut. So gut gut healing, continue. If you're not already doing it, I would uh, start it, and if you're doing it, continue doing it. Let's see here. Do you ever get any palpitations of the heart? I do feel like you could have some skipped heartbeats, and I feel like you're low in magnesium and low in potassium a bit. Uh, are you ha- what kind of symptoms, what are you having in terms of symptoms? Anything at all going on? Well, actually, I have Crohn's disease. Okay, so we talked about... So, and the, my body does not hold on to salt or potassium, so you're absolutely right. Okay, so those are the, things that, the two big things I'd like to go with right now for you. Uh, I love your energy. I would say to you that... Um, let me just say this about your gut, because what I feel part of the Crohn's thing, uh, you know, we'll go back and we can talk about the physical medicine, both natural and otherwise, but you, you watch how much gut instinct, if you will, that you are employing. I want... I'm, I'm going to suggest that you... Maybe take it, take it more, take your, because your power center is your gut right now. I'd like you to kind of dissipate that a bit and start working with the other chakras. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at your third eye, and I'm saying your third eye, I want you to work, start shifting some of your intuitive work to the higher realms, to the higher, to the third eye, basically. Move it up a bit. I, I feel okay. like we're stuck in the gut, and I feel like that you have so much power and you're so gifted, but it's in the lower two to three chakras. And I really want to see everything from the heart chakra up working, primarily working with the third eye. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> okay, guinea pig uh, number two. Guinea pig number <laughs> two. What kind of food do guinea pigs eat anyway? Hopefully... Uh, no gluten. A lot, okay, of, lot go. of good organic vegetables. and that, good I should have known good nuts and seeds and all that stuff. Okay, here we go. Yes. All right, Mary, please do the same for me. Just relax. Okay. Um, the first thing that comes to me is the the whole the thyroid area, if you will, the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there has been some issues. I do feel like your thyroid is low, and I do feel like this has been go- been going on for quite a time. Uh, I feel like your iodine levels are low. You have had and continue to have some leaky gut issues. This will be a common theme. You are low in iodine. Mm-hmm. I also feel that you're very low on the B-complex, particularly B12, and I would want to watch that. I also feel that right now, I'm going to be, I always just give you what I get. I do feel like you are wrestling with the uh, ups and downs of Epstein-Barr virus. And I do feel like mm-hmm. this has been dormant for a bit, but I'm going to call it the last 12 to 18 months, there has been a stirring of it. Now, viruses, they say, never go away. I'm not sure I believe that. Uh, but in this case, this one has been dormant and is up and running right now. Um, I do feel like there's some monumental decisions that have not been made that should have been made uh, that you should be addressing. Let me not say should, that you may want to consider addressing that might have been addressed maybe at six to eight months ago, and you're still wrestling with those, and that's going to help manage this better. I do feel like there have been some not just physical stresses but emotional and um, energetic stressors for you in the last 18 months that have triggered this. But the Epstein-Barr virus is is running right now, and that's actually the genesis of what's going on with your thyroid. I also feel like there's times when, although maybe you do speak out, I do do feel like there's been some what I call uh, bite-your-tongue syndrome, not speaking up as clearly and and, and as thoroughly and as uh, as you would. In other words, not speaking your mind completely. And I do feel like that that is playing Mm -hmm. into your thyroid as well. Um, Right. I'm going to go with that for now, okay? Okay. That's the main Yeah, I was actually big... tested positive for Epstein-Barr. Man, I've actually been on nature thyroid for about 20 years, but I'm surprised because my TSH is about 0.3, so I'm actually pretty low. Yeah, TSH for me is an irrelevant number because it's not okay. it's not relevant to what's happening in the body. But I would say that you're an you're iodine deficient right now, so we need iodine, selenium, and also your hormones. I do feel like you, what happens with you, Mary, is you will have a – I just see like a, a spark plug type metabolism that you blow through nutrients. I mean, we as ultra sensitive, we vibrate so high that we do go through nutrients faster than most others who are less sensitive. Mm-hmm. But with you, Mary, it's like 
kind of the flash in the pan, so you blow through nutrients so quick. And so there's going to be some issues with protein, more protein intake, digestion of nutrients, and basically filling your tank. I have just have to say in a different way. There's some food challenges that I would address as well, but you, you okay. do have some nutritional issues that will help with that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We have a boatload of callers, so let's take the first one. Area code 214729, you are on the air. Hey, everybody. This is Bianca. I'm excited, and thank you for taking my phone call. Well, thank you. Hello, Bianca. Hi. Hello. So tell me about yourself. What's going on? Um, so you described me perfectly with this whole ultra sensitive <laughs> thing. Okay. So I'm so I'm just super excited that I got in. So um what I've been dealing with as of late is I am extremely sensitive to fragrances anywhere from scented candles, fabric softener, perfume, I mean, you name it. Um so that has been something that I've been struggling with. And then um probably for the last month um, I normally have never had digestive issues, and now I'm having extreme bloating, um, just a lot of stomach and gut stuff that's going on. Okay. So let me tune in here and see what's going on here. Just relax with me. Okay. Okay. You are an extreme sensitive, Bianca, um, much more than, well, most of us could say this, but much more than people, family, friends give us, even understand it all. That said, mm -hmm. that said, you have had chronic digestive issues. You have a, a huge overload of yeast. You have candidiasis. You have candida overgrowth. You have, I mean, I, and there will be some themes of this today, this, this evening here, but you have and continue to have leaky gut issues. Right now you're in a good case of candida. I'd call it 4 plus out of 4. So, uh, what, and that's why you're having this multiple chemi chemical sensitivity and the uh, issues with fragrances and really sensitivity to lots of foods, smells, um, and basically, we need to heal your gut right now. Your gut needs to be healed. You need to consider doing a candida cleanse. And there are many of them out there, many which don't work unless you are very diligent about making dietary changes with it. And one more thing. Um, may I ask your age, Bianca? Are you there? Hmm. I think Bianca? we lost her. Okay. Well, I'll just if she's listening, let me give you the balance of it. Uh, you okay. do have some. You have a. She has a toxin slash heavy metal load, and I don't. She doesn't sound. I need to know what her age is, but it doesn't really matter. There's been an exposure somewhere mm -hmm. with of heavy metals and toxins, and this has made your body made the body uh, making it very difficult for the body to clear this yeast load out. And I do feel like some dietary con contributions to that as well. So, for what that's worth, you have heavy metals, candida. That's the bloating, the sensitivity. Um, and Epstein-Barr, by the way, is also uh, a part of this as well. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Bianca. Yes, uh, thank next you, Next call is 913-484. You are on the air. Hi, everybody. Hello. Thanks for taking my Hi. call Hello tonight. There. Hello. Absolutely. Hello. Hi there. Very What's your name? Very interesting show. My name is Andy. Hi, Andy. Hi. So what's going on? Well, I am just looking for some help with, uh, I'm in grad school and my mind is always going about a bazillion miles a minute. Um, looking for some ways to kind of slow that down a little bit. Okay. Well, first of all, i got to say I love your processing unit, if you will, your mind, your, the brain, the way your whole, the whole the, your thinking processes work. Uh, by the way, I don't know, you do receive energies and you do have a very interesting and cool way of processing those thought, thought patterns. One of the things that I would start with is doing some fish oil. Okay. I would take fish oil, about 1,000 milligrams twice a day. You're not taking any prescription okay. blood thinners, are you? No. And no blood disorders. I don't feel anything going on. Everything else is normal in the blood department, right? Correct. No, no clotting disorders. Yeah, I would be on fish oil, 1,000 milligrams twice a day to start. Okay. Twice a day to start. Um, I do feel like you are working with some sort of, I, I'm going to call it, I'm calling gluten intolerance right now. Are you gluten-free right now? 
No, I actually okay. am look staring at my uh, pack of saltines, thinking <laughs> I need to I throw would like those to be away. I'm staring at a pack of saltines right now, but I, I'm, I've made myself gluten free too. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that what I'm feeling is that the gluten dairy conundrum is at play right here. It is actually augmenting or making worse, if you will these feelings of unsettledness, I feel there is a little unsettledness. It's not just the thought processes, but I just think things are, are things are not moving in a in a rhythmic pattern as far as I can feel. So I would really start working on the gut as well. And so gluten, I'd, I'd work on okay. gluten first. You can do dairy whenever you're ready. And it's okay. not really that hard to do. There will be some modifications. The other thing that I like, um, let me tune in and see what's going on the rest of this here. Hang on just a sec. Yeah, I would definitely be doing fish oil. I also feel like your cortisol levels may be up a bit. Do you? Um, oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. You have cortisol a issues. Lot of, lot of stress going on with school yeah. and end of the semester, et cetera. Yeah. So I would be doing some adrenal support, including pantothenic acid and one of your favorite adrenal formulas if you're into natural medicine. Uh, I would definitely be doing, be doing adrenal support. Uh, you're also okay. a little low in I, I, you're low in iodine. And I would I would do some iodine okay. with selenium, uh, 200 micrograms of each, just to kind of get things going, because the the thyroid and the adrenals are connected; they're cousins. And when one's working uh, extra, the other one's making up uh, for it. So I do feel like both those organ systems are at play, are, are working extra hard right now. So adrenal support okay. is key. Uh, there is a product that I like to use called Cortisol Calm. Uh, there are versions of it at the health food stores and anything okay. including ashwagandha or melatonin. And I'd consider melatonin for sleep, by the way. This is one of the times when it would really be indicated. Melatonin will calm cortisol levels. And I do feel like that will help you slow this down because I really feel like you're you're just at a you're at a you're at if, if I was a musician, I'd say you're at a different whatever pace, whatever they, what do they call it, Allegra? You're going fast, and it's faster than, than you're used to and that the body is able to do. So let's, let's, get, let's, let's play the instrument a little slower and start by calming uh, the adrenal glands, take some cortisol calm, melatonin for sleep, and uh, that should start to get things under control. I would also work on those dietary changes. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks Andy. The next caller is 860-316. You're on with Dr. Emil. Hello. Hello there. How Hello. are you? Hi. Hi. My name is Raj, and I can, if you could tell me something about my health. Okay. Do you have some specific issues or areas you want to talk about? Let me, let me, why don't you give me something first and let me go from there. What do you, what's going on, Raj? Yeah, I feel very exhausted and drained. Okay. So, um, this for me immediately is going to be, I do feel like you're iron deficient, number one thing. You are low in iron. I'm low okay. in iron? Low in iron. Okay. Um, I also feel, of course, that your adrenals are low here. I also feel like you, did you ever have mono or have any sore throat illnesses when you were in your teens or 20s? No. Or, no okay. Never. Okay, did you ever take any antibiotics? Yeah, I did. When did you recently take any antibiotics? Um, not recently. Yeah, I think um, I took last year, yeah, some antibiotics, okay. yeah. I think it was hey. some some kind of in, infection, some some little, yeah, something like that. Okay. There is you do have some overgrowth of yeast in your gut as well and we do have candida or yeast overgrowth. I feel like you're not absorbing any nutrients right. I'm going to call it I'm going to say that Raj you're you're very nutritionally deplete. You're low in B12, you're low in magnesium, you're low in all of the B complex. Uh you're low in iodine, you're low in iron. And can you tell me a little bit about your diet? Are you eating what do you what's your diet like? My diet is good, healthy. I eat good. Uh, are you vegetarian? Or are you, no, you I'm, eat? I eat everything. I don't eat. Uh, I eat chicken, eggs, uh, fish. I don't eat beef, uh, red meat, but uh, yes, I'm, I'm fine. I eat everything. Okay, good. All right. Are you taking any prescription medicines? No, no, not yet. Okay, good. Yeah, that's try and try and stay off if you're able to do that. Let me see what else is occurring here. 
your thyroid is very low, your adrenals are very low, your, the energy signatures of all of your organs are very low. I'm going to call this um, protein, protein deficiency, significant protein deficiency with iron deficiency on top of that. Plus, we are low in iodine. So uh, you need to take, I would be, definitely be using a digestive enzyme right now. I would be supplementing your diet with a protein shake, preferably whey protein shake, if you will drink, if you can tolerate whey. Yeah, we t- I take protein, whey protein all the time. Okay. I take You're... whey protein. I take, uh, I mean, we take protein uh, supplement all the time, shakes and all that. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Are you using a digestive enzyme? Because if you're not, you need to be taking a digestive enzyme with your protein shake and with all meals, and halfway through of, the meal. What kind of digestive enzyme? Well, there's there's many of them out there. You just go to the health food store, tell them you want a moderate pro- potency, broad spectrum uh, uh, enzyme combination, and start taking one to two capsules. One capsule for you will be enough. You're very sensitive. Your energy fields are very sensitive. But you are nutritionally deplete, and you are protein deficient despite what's going on here. So we need to improve absorption of your nutrients, mm-hmm. and that is that is what's going on. I do feel like you may have a viral load as well. I do feel like there may be a virus at play. Epstein-Barr may also be here. But uh, you, uh, this is a nutritional deficiency issue that's creating adrenal and thyroid uh, uh, insufficiency right now. Yeah. And I do, you, you have chronic fatigue, as far as I'm concerned. You have chronic fatigue. Yeah. And that, fatigue? that, yes. Yeah. Uh, I also feel, I also feel like your liver is very sluggish, and that can be easily remedied. I feel like this, no pathology, but it can be remedied with a liver support formula. So, you have, for reference purposes, you have what they call chronic fatigue syndrome, which is viral. Based and also uh, made worse by nutritional deficiencies and and stress on the adrenals and the thyroid gland. That's what's going on here. Okay. So do you think I have some entity problems? You know what I'm talking about. Oh the yeah. Paranormal thing. Yes. Uh, I would say you have some of those. I would say that's. I w- I'm not going to. I'm going to say that's not the main thing. The re- I would say your load is somewhere between 100 to 300. Units, but the problem is that you are so already so energy depleted, Raj, that it doesn't take much for them to lay you out for you to not have ener- any energy at all. So okay. yes, you do have some, and you are very gifted, and you have a very un- wonderful understanding of the galactics, uh, by the way, and uh, what's going on on the planet. So I, I do love, I love where you're going, I love where you're thinking, and I love your energy. But right now, you are an ultra sensitive in need of nutrition. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate you're, that. Of course, you're welcome. Thank you, Raj. Yeah, thank you, Bob. You know, I don't know about you, Janice. I'm getting tired listening to all this. Because with the Crohn's, it's um, it's the lack of absorption, uh, and I, I'm I'm hearing it so strongly in in Raj. And what do you do to do that? Because I can remember being sick and being on a feeding machine, getting 30,000 calories a day and losing weight. That's right. It's not what you were eating, but it was what your body absorbs. What happens when you're eating healthy and taking your supplements and your body just doesn't assimilate it? Well, we need to heal the gut. We need to heal the gut, Janice. And those the supplements that are – there's a number of supplements that are useful in doing that, the most important being glutamine. The second most important or equally important is quercetin uh, and licorice and uh, N-acetylglucosamine. So you, we need to do a healing of the gut. We need to improve the, the microvilli that absorb nutrients are dormant. They're not active. We need to, to do that. We need to enliven them and get them to work again because it's not working. Nothing's, it includes fluids. You may be drinking enough fluid, but it's not getting in correctly. So right. I, I see this all the time. Glutamine, if you're doing one supplement, it's glutamine. Okay. Glutamine. Start with 500 milligrams three times a day with your food. Okay. Absolutely. If you actually, you know, once I, oh, I have to say this, once I did start taking glutamine, I really feel like I, I mean, my leaky gut syndrome, I probably am about 95% yeah. cleared up. It well, really does right. work it, wonders. It does. And okay. it also is great for, the, great for clarity of mind and more, so it's good, good supplement. Absolutely. Well, we still have a boatload of callers. Our next one is 815-703. You are on with Dr. Emil. Hello, Hello. Dr. Emil. Can you hear me? Hello. I sure can. Hello. Hi. Hi there. What's your name? Um, Well, can I just say I'm guinea pig number five? (laughs) (laughs) As long as I get to be guinea Guinea pig pig number number six, you can be guinea pig number five. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyways, uh, 
Yeah, so I have heart issues in my family, mm-hmm. and I've been concerned about, like, some pains in my chest. I'm 57, but uh, I don't know, I feel pretty healthy, but still yet uh, I have a, have gained a little weight around my my waist. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple things that hit me immediately. You need selenium. Um, GP5. You need selenium right now for several reasons. It's great for heart health, and it's going to help get your thyroid working, which is not working very well, by the way, and your adrenal glands are also not working very well right now. But more importantly, I feel like you have thick blood. You have thick blood, and this is a genetic marker with you. And Mm -hmm. so one of the things I would definitely avoid, don't take any iron and don't take any vitamin C for starters. Um, and again, I don't want this to be a substitute for your cardiology visit, but I'm going to tell you what I would do uh, from a natural standpoint is I would definitely be on something called lecithin. You heard of lecithin? And that's a great fat emulsifier, so it can help emulsify, carefully emulsify or break down fats in the arteries. I also recommend you do some magnesium. By the way, you have had and you continue to have significant nutrient deficiencies. I know I'm a broken record here, but this is what's going on on the planet in many cases. This is a pandemic. So there is, you have, you have too much iron. Your blood is too thick. Um, I would say that you have high iron and no, no vitamin C, no iron at all in any supplements and don't eat too much red meat for that purpose only. Um, okay. One of the things that, uh, one of the other supplements I would definitely explore is called natokinase. So if you okay. have a natural person, what's that you have, for? it helps break down, gently break down the development of uh, thick, it helps prevent extra clotting and it can break down clots that are trying to form. It's, it's, a, it's something I, I actually ask you to consider looking into. Okay. It would, it would be something that I would be on. I would also be on fish oil for sure. Are you taking any prescription medicines? Did you say you are taking prescription medicines no, for the heart? No, I am not taking any, no prescription medicine at all. Okay. Okay. Uh, another thing that I've got to bring up, GP5, and that's this. And that is that you are holding on to an enormous amount of grief. I mean, we all have grief. We've lived on this planet for 50-something years, you and I and <laughs> others. Jeez, uh, wow. we've had we've we've seen a lot, and I'm just saying there's unprocessed, unresolved grief. There's some issues that need to be resolved, and you need to forgive, not to forget, but to forgive and move on. So this whole thing about emoting and letting loose and really doing this uh, release uh, of these emotional traumas, this tra- traumatic release. We we all have PTSD, uh, some more than others. So I would say that there is PTSD at play here. And it's time to begin to feel and to forgive and to let yourself express who you really are and slowly and carefully with some guidance. But emoting and clearing and and unearthing all of this and releasing it from your being will serve you well in preserving your heart health and having you have proper circulation because I really feel like you're stuck. You're stuck in every way, and I feel like you're really stuck in the the heart chakra. Hence, we have heart issues. So there's this feeling, this, this... need to be loved and to forgive and this is a huge just overwhelming when i when i tune in so i i don't know where what and how we don't have enough time to get into it but something i would definitely explore and definitely plays into the physicality of heart disease okay so where do i find that help to get out of that you can check out my office we we work with it all my wife does much of the emotional release work, although I do get involved in, in, to some level, or there's, uh, you're welcome to check out uh, our website, but there's many people uh, in your town, perhaps, or online, uh, or get a reference from someone who ha- who does, who's had work done, uh, but seek it out. It is out there. There are a lot of great healers available to you to help you cl- clear this emotional uh, issue, c- to clear this trauma. There is another thing I'd like to recommend, if I may, really quick, and I've just started using it. It's called sure. uh, Traumatic Release Exercise. It's called TRE. So go online mm-hmm. and learn how to work TRE, um, and you'll find yourself, this is one of many techniques, but I find it very powerful to release the physical 
and emotional aspects of the traumas we've accumulated in this lifetime. And as sensitive beings, uh, especially for male sensitives, we tend to hold on and be macho and watch me and nothing bothers me, I don't feel anything. Well, all you're doing is creating heart disease. So we do feel yeah. things, and we need to release things, and we need love, and we need to give love, receive love. And these, these parameters, I feel like there's some, there's some imbalances for you uh, in, in that one, GP5, okay? All right, sounds good. Yeah, I've carried a lot of stuff for since I was 15. I'm 57 now. Yep. I think it's about time to let go. It okay. is, and I, you know, yeah. and I, we, I can help you, or you can find someone uh, uh, somewhere who can help you. It is available. I love your energy. You are a sensitive person. You are very sensitive male. And although we don't, uh, get un- we, we're misunderstood because they think we're the guy. We can't be sensitive. My God. Well, of course we can. And that's the problem, and that's why we see heart disease and uh, it being very prominent in ultra-sensitive males, and in females, of course, as well. But the males, we, mm-hmm. we, take, uh, we get the bad rap for that one. I understand that. Great. Well, thank okay, you thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you, number five. <laughs> Our I next want to be caller next. Is... Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Our next caller is 860-836. Hi. You're on with Dr. Neal. Hi, how are you? Hello, how Hello. are you? This is Amy. How you doing? Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Um, okay, so with me, um I I guess I think I've well in the past I've had um speaking of my truth, the throat chakra issues and um I'm clearing it all out. I do yoga four or five times a week, which really has cleared a lot of my grief. Like the previous caller, I've been through a lot of trauma, grief, all that stuff. But um, yoga really helps me through that and uh, going out in nature. So that is number with the throat chakra and then also I'm hypo, hypoglossemic. So I was wondering okay. what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Let me first question I have for you, Amy. Are you, uh, do you eat everything or are you a vegetarian? What, how, do you, vegetarian. how do you eat? You're vegetarian, okay. Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your protein levels are very low by my look. And what I'm interested in is not so much how much you do, although it's important that we get enough, it's the frequency. And when you have low, fre- inc- decreased frequency of protein intake, then we see blood sugars tend to want to rise too high and then crash too low. Uh, I would also say to you that you're dealing with and have dealt with a moderate level, but a chronic moderate level of, of candida overgrowth. And that is one of the top symptoms of candidiasis. So compound that with uh, low protein frequency and intake you're going to have you're going to be hypoglycemic plus i would make you i'd put you in the top 10 percent of my ultra sensitive scale you are exquisitely sensitive amy exquisitely (laughs) sensitive Um, one of the things that when you first started talking with me that i feel very strongly about and i want to share with you Yes. Is you've done, I love the work you've done with your throat chakra and the upper chakras, but I'm going to go back down this way and say we have some issues with the lower three chakras here. And the very first thing I've, the, yeah, the very first thing I felt about you, Amy, is that this need to move, this need to have physical movement of the legs. So dancing, running, walking. I just feel like, and I feel like this may actually be connected to some past life trauma that you had. And I feel like this is an issue that's not been resolved. That you need to move more physical movement. And that's going to help express this unexpressed grief, which I still feel is happening right now. Um, because, hey, we've all, we've all been given stuff we don't like. We've all felt that. And to, for some people, especially us ultra-sensitives, it doesn't take much to make us uncomfortable and uh, unproductive uh, in our lives. And so I feel that's happening. Okay. Okay. So um, what would you suggest again because of the candida? Um, what was the... Well, we we'll start very carefully with a with a probiotic, the good bacteria. You're familiar with the probiotic? Okay. Yeah, but the, the, here's the thing on probiotics. I'll make it very quick because probiotics, you have to be careful. You've got to pick the right one. The right dose starts slowly. So I would do about 10 BCU, no more than that, 10 billion colony units, and take one a day. One a day. Okay. More frequent protein. I would like if you're vegetarian, eat more. Take more spirulina in. Get some spirulina tablets if you can tolerate it. More, however you can get more protein in you, and make sure the frequencies there start with that. Um, you're an incredible energy healer. I don't know. What do you actually do for work? Um, I'm actually a motivational speaker, um, and it's based. I'm actually legally blind as well. Okay. So, well, yeah. I, so I, I'm uh, so sorry, but that that again. It, no, it don't be sorry. Extreme. I'm not. I'm just going to say it it, it accentuates your other gifts. So that is one of the reasons I feel you're an incredible healer, Amy. 
Thank you so much. And I know I've been told that plenty of times, and I feel that. I'm a very heart girl, and uh, I, 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 I shine my light, and I, I encourage others to do the same despite my adversity. Yes. Thank you for sharing your story. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And, and what's your website, sir? Last thing? What's your uh, website? Faith. Effort, like keep the faith, but with an E at the end. Okay. Keep the faith, E at the end. Okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Amy. Amy. Take good care of yourself. Oh, thank Bye-bye. you. Okay. I think we've got time for one more caller, and it is 916-838. You're live with Dr. Emil. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Wendy from Sacramento. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Lynn. Well, hello. Hi. Um, I've I've got two issues. Issues. I'll try to be quick. Okay. Um, I had something growing on my ring finger on my right hand for five years. My primary medical doctor said it's cosmetic, and he would not refer me. Finally, I got a referral in October. And then my world turned into lab work, x-rays, contrast dye, MRI. Three doctors said amputation and three doctors said cancer. Well, I refused to allow the amputation. Um, I had the tumor removed. It took a, it took away a significant portion of the top of my ring finger on my right hand. And then they held me together for 11 days. And then after they did the biopsies, they said, congratulations, no cancer. We're moving forward with the reconstruction. So they did an arterial reconstruction. My finger is deformed, but I love my finger. I'm very thankful. And I'm getting back my range of motion. Um, And when fingers are bandaged up, they get very stiff. So the baby finger, the ring finger, and then the middle finger are still very stiff and I'm trying to recover full range of motion. Um, that's one issue. And then the other issue, it, it was diagnosed as a chondroma, by the way, a bone lesion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other issue is um, I've been diagnosed with periodontal disease, and um, I will not neglect myself again. Okay. Um, I'm, thank you. I'm going to do what I need to do for the rest of my life. And I believe unless I'm misunderstanding, I think I'm going to be able to keep all my teeth for the rest of my life, but the wisdom tooth in the upper left is in question mm-hmm. about that. So um, these are what's going on with me right now. Okay. Um, there is a lot of emotional issues behind these two things. There's, there's a huge emotional component, a huge emotional component that we don't have time to get into today, but I would suggest to you what's, what this has created is an inflammatory response in your immune system. So your immune system, you have basically what I would call autoimmune issues at this point. Uh, again, secondary to, I, I feel like there's some gut issues occurring. You have some dysbiosis in your gut. In other words, not enough good bacteria and too much of the negative bacteria. And I do feel like your inflammatory markers are up. You are a very sensitive individual, uh, Wendy. And one of the things, uh, I'm going to leave you with this part of it because this is probably the most important thing. And if you need help and you need to reach out to me or someone, I can work through and do a full check. But it's really about expressing yourself here. You need to express. You need to release what's inside of you. I just feel like there's an enormous, like, explosive ball of energy that needs to be carefully and uh, carefully and dissected and, and emoted. There needs to be some, there needs to be release. And this is much of it is past life, but there's some current uh, accrual as well. And I'm going to leave you with that because there, that is for me the hub of it. And I want to go through and check all your other organ systems, but autoimmune right now. And your, it's an immune system imbalance uh, created primarily due to gut issues and uh, uh, stifled emotions. Uh, what can I do to help Wonderful. myself? It's a process, um, but it can't be done. And so you can reach out to my office or you can reach out again to uh, energy healers who can help. I would start with some energy healing first and uh, get and start unlayering the issues at hand and start finding out where, you know, <laughs> discovering, unlayering, and re- emoting. We need emoting again. We need to release. Okay. We, hey, Dr. Mill, we are running out of time. Can you tell us how uh, people can contact you? Absolutely. Go to my website, www.healingwizards.com, healingwizards.com, and uh, check our website there. All the contact information is there. You can reach out and get my reach any of my four books on Amazon. They're all available on Amazon.com, and uh, I want to thank you for having me on the program. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I apologize to the callers that we couldn't get to, but we'll definitely have to have you on again. 
Yes, All right. it was our Sounds pleasure. Good. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so Appreciate much. It. Thank you. Okay, Janice. Yeah. Real quick. Illuminations. It's time for illuminations. Food for your mind. What do you have for us? Well, this is a very short one. Behold the turtle. He makes progress only when he sticks his neck out. Ooh. And mine, when we create peace and harmony and balance in our minds, we will find it in every area of our lives. Well, thank you to all of our listeners, and thank you, Janice, for a fascinating show. Until next time, be inspired, be empowered, and be well. You've been listening to Heavenly Encounters, A Journey to the Other Side. Good night.